is the 2nd of March. And I must say it was a quarter to seven. And the sun was still out. Mm, I love this part of this part of the year. It 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 basically just makes you forget about everything that happened in winter and makes you look forward to to summertime. My favorite time. Mm. Um, Natasha's not here. She is busy with a web seminar. And Marius is actually busy with some meetings. So lots of things going on here at Amsterdam Lab. Um, I, I, you see, I, I really hate people like this. And, you know, you might know people like this. And maybe you are one of these people who also hate people like this. But, you know... I know this person and, you know, they greeted me, but they greeted me like as if I was their, their, their best friend. And I really fucking hate that. I really do. And I said to him, look, we're not friends. Stop, you know, stop this nonsense because we're not, we, we're not friends. I have two friends. And I'm being generous now. I have two friends. You're not one of them. Uh, you know, I just, I really hate it when, when people, you know, it's almost like when people talk to you or if they talk to me, they think, oh, well, I must be Wade's friend now because he's allowing me to talk to him. But that's not necessarily the case. Just because I allow you to talk to me doesn't mean that I am your friend. I mean, for you to become my friend, Jesus, I have to do like a whole FBI background check on you, which is why I only have two people who I can call my friends. The rest are acquaintances, you know, because acquaintances aren't friends. They, you only need them when you need them, you know. So if you are invited to a party or a wedding or a dinner or something, you don't want to feel kind of, the, you know, the awkward one. So you ask your acquaintee to come with you. Yeah, acquaintees are perfect because they're not your friends. They're kind of like friends with, friends with benefits, but just without the sex. It's great. But I have two friends. And man, I really hate this. I, it really gets to me that. People start talking to me, you know, like we'll have a chat. And then the next day they'll greet me like we're best friends. And I really fucking hate that. Drives me mad. I can't be the only one. Surely not. Um, it's, it's starting to look like um, the dungeon is starting to look like ancient Greece at the moment. Ugh. There's cobwebs everywhere. There's a horrible smell. Mm, I honestly, I, ca I cannot wait to... To get back to, to our studio. I don't know when that is. Because obviously there's still a curfew. Which is why. Um, we're doing the show from my my bunker. And people have asked me. Why don't you just record during the day? Well it's because I do other things during the day. Obviously you know. Starting your own business. And having your own business. Anyone who has done that will tell you it's not easy, first of all, and it's not cheap. And you also won't 
you probably won't be able to pay yourself for at least a year. And I'm not making this up, by the way. You can ask anyone who started their own business. In order for you to make a profit yourself, it's going to take you a while, which is why I do other bits and pieces throughout the day, which is why I sometimes have to wake up at ridiculous times in the morning because, you know, I need to pay for certain things. Of course, you know, I've I've invested a lot of time in, in Amsterdam Lab and this is going to be a success and it has been a success. I mean, the amount of things we've done, the amount of people we've interviewed, uh, we're, we're in talks with so many people uh, to come on board with, uh, with Amsterdam Lab and they are keen to do that. But, uh, you know, things like these take time. You can't just rush them. So this is why uh, I we do the show uh, at this time, which is supposedly eight o'clock, but we're never on time. It's supposed to be eight o'clock in the evening, um, but obviously since there's a curfew in the Netherlands from uh, nine p.m. until uh, four thirty a.m., yeah, I there's no way I'll be able to get home. You know, so even if we do the show and we finish at uh, 8.45. Obviously, you know, we need to have a pre-show meeting because we need to go over anything that we may have missed or anything that we could have spoken about more in depth or anything or who's coming on the show, you know, regards to interviews, how we're going to approach the interview and all of that. So there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes after we finish the show. So it just wasn't feasible for us to be in the studio at that time. So this is why we, we, we broadcast, or this is why I broadcast the show from, from my bunker, is because of this. I don't want to. I hate the idea of broadcasting from uh, outside of the studio. I really do, but, you know, I'm showing you guys that I, I am committed to this, uh, to this project, and it is going to be a success, and it has been a success already. So this is why uh, we uh, we broadcast uh, and we do what we do. And uh, yes, this this is why I I do other things uh, during the day. Unless you buy a franchise like Starbucks or a a, a McDonald's or a, a a a Domino's Pizza or a big franchise that's already well established, then yes, you probably will make. You you probably will be able to pay yourself within a few maybe a a few months a couple months I'm being generous because you know it's well established so you know with that you'll probably get advertisement and uh, 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 all of that whereas when you start something from scratch from the bottom there's a lot of hard work involved and we're putting a lot of hard work. I mean, we've we've launched our brand new website, amsterdamlab.online, which I'm very proud of our team for doing. It looks very very cool. So there's a lot there's a lot that goes on uh, here at Amsterdam Lab. Anyone who who has uh, opened their own business has has and will tell you it's not cheap and it's not easy and it's in, it takes a lot of your time. In fact, Marius's daughter, Shantae. She's just started her own business. 
and she works Monday to Saturday. In fact, I think she might even work Sunday. I think her only downtime, her only day off is Sunday between, uh, I think, four o'clock in the afternoon until when she goes to bed. That's it. Monday to Monday to Saturday, potentially Sunday she's working. It's because she is that uh, dedicated to her, her business, and it's terrific to see. I've never seen anyone, especially at her age, she's a very young individual, a very young, talented individual, and I've given so much credit to her and to, and to Marius and, and uh, his, his wife. Uh, she's such an a, a intelligent uh, individual, and this business of hers is going to thrive. Um, I won't give details now. I'll, give, I'll, let, I'll let Marius give uh, details on, on her business, but her business is going to thrive. In fact, it it really has started thriving, but uh, you know it takes a lot of dedication opening your own business, and I think that's that's what's driving me to want to make to want to do better is is this determination. I think it's also because of my ADHD. <laughs> you know, it's once I've once I've put once I've. Uh, um, invested so much time into something I, I cannot back out so I have to I have to follow through with this um still no news on no news on Thomas no one knows where he is <laughs> um we might be able to we might be able to get him on the show uh tomorrow we'll see we'll see if he's uh, we'll see what's happened to him if he's still alive But uh, yeah, that's the latest uh, from Thomas. A lot of people have been asking for uh, some sports updates, but obviously I, I'm a used to sports update person, and um, you know, only Thomas can do that. So we'll see. Maybe we can drag him out from wherever he is and uh, bring him on the show tomorrow. Have a catch up. All right, uh, let's get into some um, some news because there's quite a there's quite a lot happening in the world of the news. Obviously. Uh, Andrew Cuomo's in the news, which we'll, we'll touch base on that a little bit later. But, wow, man, this guy, this guy in his hands, my God. Um, but uh, good news, this is very good news. Uh, Japan has, has asked uh, China to um, stop using anal swabs uh, as COVID-19 tests. Apparently, um. China says they they cause uh, uh, Japan should I say Japan says they cause great physical pain, and I thought getting a swab in your nose caused physical pain, but apparently an anal swab. I didn't even know you can get anal swabs for a corona test. You can get everything in China by the looks of it, even corona. Now this request uh, comes a week after the the U.S. State Department asked uh, China to stop this. Uh, China approved their use in January for uh, anal uh, COVID-19 tests, citing studies that uh, that said the virus lasts longer in the anus than in the respiratory uh, tract. Wow, I need to get my anus checked out. I need to get my anus. Who would have thought you get you can get a COVID test in your anus? Who would have known? 
think it lasts that long in your anus. Now, apparently employees at the Japanese embassy in Beijing said they had been repeatedly subject, uh, subjected uh, to tests, which some described as humiliating. Um, China introduced these, uh, these tests in January, um, saying several studies uh, have claimed that uh, these, were, these tests were more accurate because COVID-19 viruses, uh, COVID-19 virus particles remained in the anal uh, uh, cavities and feces longer than in the respiratory cavities. Hmm. Wow. Now there's some news for you. I think that's what we should all do. We should all do this. Get our anuses checked out. I know quite a few people who would volunteer for this. And they're not even... Look, they're not even... And I mean this with the biggest amount of respect. They're not even uh, gay people. I know quite a few people <laughs> that would do this. Now, obviously, uh, the, the swab quickly has quickly become a, 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 the focus of jokes among uh, users of Weibo, which is basically China's version of, of uh, WhatsApp. Um, one person has said, uh, low harm, but extreme humiliation. Another person, listen to this. This is very interesting. He's a very eager person. Uh, they've said they've done two anal swabs. Every time they did one, uh, they had to do a, swat, a throat swab as well. Uh, they were so scared the nurse would forget to use the new swab, said another, according to the, to the Times. Mm. So there you go. You see, it's... We've been doing it wrong this whole time. We show it's it's not your 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 mouth and your nose. It's it's all in the anus. That's where that's where Corona. <laughs> that's where Corona has been all this time in your anus. Hmm. Wow. Who would have thought that? Huh. My God. <laughs> now. Um. Uh, Twitter has said it. 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 This is really good. I. I. I welcome this news. Uh, Twitter has said it's going to ban users who repeatedly post misinformation about COVID nineteen vaccines. Yes, very good. Uh, Twitter. Twitter will begin uh, banning users uh, for uh, for uh, COVID nineteen uh, misinformation. The social media site said it will also label posts that contain false information about COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, the Kaiser Family Foundation reported that 15% of people said they will, they will definitely not get vaccinated. Uh, the social media site announced a plan to better inform users about false claims regarding COVID-19 vaccines, including labeling tweets uh, that contain misleading information. Now, uh, as health authorities uh, deepen their uh, understanding of COVID-19 and vaccination programs around the world, obviously uh, Twitter will continue to amplify the most current up-to-date and uh, 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 or, or, uh, information. I was going to use another word, but information uh, for people. 
Uh, Twitter announced in December that it will start removing misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines. Well, they're doing a good job so far because, I mean, there's quite a few people who have been silenced. I see, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Um, just past me. He was in the, um, he was, you, I'll describe it and you'll know who I'm talking about. He was, um, he was in the new Borat movie. He was, uh, he tried to have sex with the little girl in the room. Um, and, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's just, I know what he looks like and you'll know, you'll know what I'm talking about when I'm describing him. And he had, um, he, he had a press conference and all his dye was dripping down from his, uh, from his face. That guy. We, I don't think, is his name even relevant? I don't think so. Basically, he's been banned from, from YouTube for misinformation about corona vaccines and also um, voter fraud. Apparently, he's still um, going on about lost elections and lost votes. So, yeah, it's. I think this is really good. Really, really good. Obviously, Twitter has banned Donald Trump, so that's also why he's been very quiet. Has anyone heard anything about anything from Donald Trump? I don't think so. I've heard nothing from Donald Trump, apart from yesterday when he was at the um, uh, at the Republican conference. Because obviously he doesn't have a platform now, so his only platform is to do conferences. Don't you find Twitter has become a much better place now? Like every, t I don't use Twitter as much as I did in the past, but when I do log onto Twitter, I don't feel like I have a headache. I just feel like I can go on Twitter now and I can just read all the stories without feeling intimidated. I think Twitter has become a very good place ever since they they banned Donald Trump and uh, his followers. Because there's no place for these people, not even on not even on the internet. But I'll I'll go as far as in society. There's no place for these people at all. So very good for Twitter. Um, I think um, I think uh, this is a, a terrific move by them. Uh, interestingly, uh, the number of Americans who say they are willing to get a vaccine is rising. Um, obviously, as I said, 15% of people will definitely not get vaccinated, according to a recent survey uh, by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Uh, Anthony Fauci said up to 90% of the population needs to get vaccinated to reach herd immunity. Mm -hmm. And I see also um, America uh, is potentially onto a, a, fourth, a fourth wave of infections. Can you believe it? A fourth wave. I mean, how many more people have been and have not been uh, 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 infected. You would think, you would think most of the population in America has been uh, infected. I mean, these could be second infections, so they could have had corona and, have, and they're getting it again. But it's just scary to think that it's a fourth. There's a, a potential fourth wave going to be starting in America. It is insane 
absolutely insane. Uh, the U.S. has ad- has administered uh, nearly 77 million uh, doses of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine as of yesterday. So they need to get these vaccines rolling out very quickly, like that, because ah oh man, it's 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 terrible when you hear stuff like this. Really, really bad. Now, um, this is a. a this is, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you can make out of this news because in a way, this guy's really old, so he just needs to die. But in a way, it's also kind of interesting because you want to know what's going to, you know, how long he's going to live for. But uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, who's the most racist person in the royal family, who's, you know, I think he even admits that he's racist. Well, he was yesterday transferred to uh, a, a another hospital for continued treatment, uh, Prince Philip, who is 99, had uh, already spent 30 nights at a, at a London uh, hospital and is being treated for an infection. Uh, doctors will also carry out testing and observation for a pre-existing, a pre-existing heart condition. Uh, Buckingham Palace said Prince Philip is responding to treatment and, is, and remains comfortable. Yes, of course they'll say that because they don't want the public to be Harmed. They don't want them to panic. They will always say that. They said the same for Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump. They said the same for Boris Johnson when he first got infected, when he shook all those people's hands, and he said he'll gladly do it again. Who had COVID? All those people who had co- Corona. Well, oh, I'll gladly shake their hand again. That's what he said. Yeah. Westmin, uh, Buckingham Palace released a statement. Uh, uh, Ten Downing Street released a statement. Yeah, he's in good hands. Don't worry. He's Prime Minister's responding well. You know, they do that because they don't want they don't want to put harm and fear in the eyes. It's it's just very interesting because I think that uh I, I, this guy, this guy and the queen is just for in my case they just need to die because the queen has been the queen for too long. Too long. She can't travel anywhere because she's too old, so she can't do any of her duties. So she has to give responsibilities to her grandsons and her son anyway, Prince Charles. So you may as well just uh, give the throne to your son, Prince Charles. But she she refuses. She refuses, and this is why I don't like the Queen. She refuses to to hand power over. So very interesting, and one to watch out and see what happens. What would be really funny is if there's actually a black doctor or a black nurse treating Prince Philip. I would love to see that. Well, not even a black doctor. Anyone, anyone with color, so an Indian nurse. Oh man. Now, um, very interesting. This is uh, not surprising news, but interesting nonetheless. Almost 40% of uh, university students are so addicted uh, to their smartphones that they suffer from bad sleep, according to research. Now, this, this study of 1,043 students aged between 18 and 30 
uh, found that 406 had symptoms of smartphone addiction and more than two-thirds of the addicts had trouble sleeping compared to 5.7, uh, 57.1% of those who uh, did not uh, uh, addict, who are not addicted to their device. Uh, the, youngest particip- the youngest participants in the study were, uh, th- were the most likely to show signs of addiction. So, you know, I've never, been re- I've never really been addicted to my phone. And I've said this so many times to people. I don't know if it's because of the era I come from or if I'm just generally not that addicted to my phone. I mean, I can go, and it's not just my phone, it's social media in general. I can go without Facebook. In fact, I actually deleted, I deleted my Facebook a few days ago, but then realized, oh, I actually need Facebook because I, I had to get someone's details. So I had to reactivate my Facebook. But I've deleted the app of my phone. Uh, I think I've deleted my, I haven't deleted Twitter, but I've deleted the app of my phone. I've kept Instagram because Instagram's pretty cool, especially it's, it's a good time waster uh, app, especially like if you're, you know, if you're on the train or if you're waiting for something or someone, you you can quickly go into Instagram. I don't, again, I don't use Instagram at all. So, you know, I thought well, I'll, I'll keep that because it's, you know, it's a good time waster uh, uh, app to have. But I, I've never really, I've never really been that addicted to my phone. Even when I was in hospital uh, two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? It feels like forever. I was in, a, a, a long time ago, but it probably was two weeks ago, I think. Was it? I think so. Or I, I don't know. But even when I was in hospital... I didn't have my phone with me. But again, I, I didn't feel the need. I didn't feel the need to, oh, I must, I must, I must do this. Or I must contact that person. Or I didn't feel, in fact, I remember lying on my bed, just staring out the window. And it was one of the most nicest, one of the best things I've ever done in a while. It's just, you know, you, you, you just stare out the window and, you just, you think about so many things. You actually problem solve so many things. I problem solve so many things staring out the window. So I don't really need my phone. I think, you know, obviously this new, the, the, the new kind of, the new generation of, 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 uh, of kids and adults, obviously, you know, that's all they know is their phone. I mean, think about it. I remember growing up, and this this kind of reveals how old I am. I had to learn how to use a map book. Now, anyone who who listens to this, who's listening to this podcast, if you are above the age of, if you're between late twenties, early thirties, mid thirties, in your forties, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You'll know the pain I'm talking about. You know, a map book. You had to learn north, south, east, west, southwest. Southeast, Northeast, you had to basically learn the whole of Kim Kardashian's kids' names because you had to know how to navigate because that's there was no such thing as Google Maps or TomTom Tom or anything like that. I th- if you had to give, do you, know how, do you know how fascinating that would be? That would be like a David Attenborough, one of those David Attenborough uh, documentaries. Can you imagine giving a, a map book 
to a, 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 a generational, whatever you call them, millennial, generational, whatever you call them. Can you imagine? You f- and you film them. Can you imagine? It'll be like one of those David Attenborough, like one of those Blue World documentaries. Oh, and as you can see, the new sp- this new form of species doesn't know quite what to do with this book. It is utterly amazing to watch. Do you know how cool that must be? There's something you guys can do. Give a map book to anyone under the age of 23. Ask them, just don't even give them something complicated. Just ask them to navigate a very simple route. See if they can find their way in the map book. <laughs> that would be very interesting. <laughs> I would pay to see that. How cool would that be? Ah, now, uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Gee, this guy is, this guy's all over the news recently. Now he's in the news because basically he's, he's basically just a he's he should he's basically an old white version of Tiger Woods, because you know we all know Tiger Woods is a bit of a hound. I mean, obviously he had a, he had his accident last week Wednesday, and you know I'll I'll tell you what I. Th- I was so hooked on these pictures because you know Tiger is a bit of a hound. I was I was looking at all these pictures that were released. I was trying to find some kind of blonde in the picture, some kind of blonde that was like running away from the scene. Cuz you know, Tiger has these has like an appetite for these Swedish blonde women. I was trying to look for these blonde women, this a blonde woman or blonde woman. Maybe half half naked, or or maybe trying to put up put her bra back on, or I didn't see anything. Like that. I'm sure they must have been. Um, I think the the photographers must have been too late. But this guy's basically just an old white version of of uh, <laughs> of Tiger Woods. Now he's in he's in all kinds of shit, and uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo because um. Uh, a, a a third a third woman has accused uh, the governor um of a sexual harassment now anna anna rauch um has accused uh, the new york governor of inappropriate behavior uh, former uh, former aides uh, charlotte bennett and lindsay boylan made similar allegations uh, cuomo uh has Supposedly denied the sexual, the sexual harassment, harassment, and have and has said his actions were misinterpreted, misinterpreted. So basically, he did do it, but not in the way that they described it. Is what he's saying. So basically, he's saying yes, I did touch you inappropriately, but not how you are describing it. Hmm. Uh, Cuomo is facing growing criticism, including from within his own Democratic Party, for suggesting. Two ex-aides had uh, misinterpreted him. Now, the third, Anna Rauch, told uh, the New York Times that she met Cuomo at a wedding uh, in September in 2019. Uh, During the reception, he put his hand on her bare lower back, which uh, which she pushed away and asked 
and he asked if he could kiss her. Uh, she said she was so confused and shocked and embarrassed that uh, she turned her head away and didn't have any words in that moment. Now, he's also, uh, Andrew Cromer's also uh, in, uh, he's, also, he's in all kinds of trouble with his sexual allegations because apparently last year he also, um, he got tested for corona uh, in a live conference and uh, basically he started flirting with this really young uh, nurse and uh, the nurse the nurse told him you know look if it's gonna if it's gonna hurt you can close your eyes so Andrew Cromer replied back close my eyes why do I need to close my eyes um, uh, and basically he's he then basically said, you know, you're kind of cute. You know, I wonder what you look like without this uh, protective gear on. He's basically, he, this is basically just a, what a white, a, what a white Tiger Woods would do. A white old Tiger Woods. Um, now, obviously, uh, this, this poor, this poor nurse um, has been, uh, She's been she's been doing things properly and she's been very professional and she she saw the she saw the funny side of it. But uh, yeah, it's not looking too good for Andrew Cuomo. I don't know if he's going to survive being the governor of uh, New York, but uh, very interesting, uh, very interesting nonetheless. Um, some people have some people are even naming him um, Handy Andy. <laughs> And um, uh, another another person has, uh, or some other uh, outlet has named him as a fanny guy. He's such a fanny guy. Not a funny guy. He's a fanny guy. Handy Andy. <laughs> ah, I love that. <laughs> and... Um, uh, lastly, uh, in the news, um, this is pretty cool. Um, Pakistan, Nigeria, and Indonesia will each uh, receive more than 10 million doses um, from the COVAX scheme. Uh, the COVAX scheme will distribute some 238.2 million doses around the world. Uh, the WHO says providing vaccines to all countries is, is the only way out of the pandemic. Yes, and you're not wrong about that because, you know, it's one thing all the Western countries getting vaccinated, fine, but, you know, they're still poorer, much poorer countries such as Pakistan, Indonesia, and, well, I don't think Nigeria's poor because of the oil, but not, anyway, I think it's good. I think this program is really good. Really, really good. Um, but uh, the World Health Organization... Uh, a co-leader of the COVAX program of the COVAX program says uh, providing vaccines to all countries is the only way out of the pandemic. Uh, the COVAX scheme, which is aimed at ensuring uh, equitable access uh, to COVID nineteen vaccines, uh, on Tuesday outlined delivery plans for hundreds of millions of doses. So very good news uh, indeed. Uh, the other countries, listen to this. The other countries that are part of this program are Brazil, uh, followed by uh, 
Ethiopia, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Mexico, Egypt, and Vietnam. Uh, Iran, Manama, Kenya, and Uganda are also in line for more than 3 million doses of each. So it's good to see that the world is helping each other out, and I think uh, this is good. This is what the world needs. We all need to help each other out. We're all in this together. And I think the quicker we can help each other, then uh, the quicker we can get out of this and back to normality. So terrific news. I think there's nowhere, you know, there's nowhere, f there's, there's nothing else better that humans can do and can be, and that's by helping each other out. It is something we, when we can do it, not often we can do it, but when we can do it, we do it. We seem to do a pretty good job at it. So let's all help each other out. Let's all help each other by getting vaccinated and hopefully normality or store some, some sort of normality back, uh, back, to, uh, back to where it was. So terrific news. All right, everybody. Uh, that wraps up the show for today. Very informative show. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm, Natasha will be back tomorrow, so I'm sure she'll tell us all about her web seminar. Good to find out uh, what what you know what happened and what you know what went down. We'll see if we can get Thomas on the show, and uh, we'll also we'll also catch on. Uh, we'll also touch in with um with uh, with Marius and find out how all these meetings are are going. Uh, stay safe, everybody. Take care of everyone. Take care of yourselves, and we'll chat. I get those goosebumps every time Tomorrow You come around, yeah You ease my mind You make everything feel fine Worry about those comments I'm way too numb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time I need the Heimlich Throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time